your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Thomas Welch, and today we're going to be talking about defensemen. I figured with the recent retirement of Carl Gunnarsson happening today, as well as the article uh, put out by Pierre Lebrun on The Athletic, talking about all the defensemen that are going to be made available this offseason. I figured what better way to celebrate uh, the career of Carl Gunnarsson than talk about who could potentially be replacing him and his role on the St. Louis Blues this offseason. So we're going to get into all of that. But before we do, I want to remind you guys about Spotify Greenroom because this episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom and it's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download and once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. It's not just hockey. They got MLB, they got the NBA, they got everything your heart could ever imagine and all the people that you'd love to talk about sports with. So Spotify Greenroom is the perfect place to start those conversations about whatever league you want to listen to. You'll find fans just like you on Spotify Greenroom for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked on hosts like Josh and I across the NBA, MLB, and the NHL. So go download it right now, Spotify Greenroom on the App Store, currently available on all iOS devices and Android. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the NHL group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all there. It's going to be an absolute blast. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now, it was announced today, after 12 NHL seasons, 629 regular season games, and one of the biggest goals in Blues history in the Stanley Cup playoffs, Carl Gunnarsson is hanging up his skates and retiring from the NHL. Uh, I feel like when he went down with his injury this season, a lot of people were expecting that no matter what happened this offseason, he wouldn't be returning to the team. Obviously, retirement kind of sucks, and especially with the injury that he had, it said even if he was going to play this season, we wouldn't see him on the ice for some time. So nothing but love and respect for Stanley Cup champion Carl Gunnarsson. Here's an interesting tweet that kind of stuck out to me from Jeremy Rutherford. In seven seasons with the St. Louis Blues, Carl Gunnarsson had 505 blocked shots in the regular season and 88 in the playoffs. If you take his 505 blocked shots in the regular season and factor in his ice time, he's had the most blocks per 60 minutes of any Blues player since 2014. On one hand, is this the same level as losing a talent and a player like Alex Petrangelo? Probably not, but there is still a role here that Carl Gunnarsson played extremely well on this team. It was similar to the one that Jay Bomeister played. It was similar to the one that Alexander Steen played as a forward. It's a highly defensive-minded player who knows what it takes to keep pucks out of the back of the net. And unfortunately for the St. Louis Blues, as we've talked about on this podcast for the last couple of weeks, there aren't a lot of defensemen, as the roster stands right now, who play that brand of hockey. Uh, It's one of the main reasons on this podcast that I've been adamant about bringing in a guy like Alec Martinez to this Blues team because obviously he's getting up there past 30 years in age. Uh, The price might be a little hefty this offseason, but when you're blocking 160 plus shots for a team, to put it in perspective for you guys at home, that's the equivalent. 160 blocked shots last season is the equivalent of Marco Scandella, Colton Pareko, and Robert Bertuzzo combined. And obviously, like, block shots is not everything, uh, but at the end of the day, 
when you've got a goalie in net like Jordan Bennington, who's so good at tracking down pucks and so good at stopping breakaways and stopping one-on-ones. If you are in the shooting lane, you have to block the puck because if he can't see it and the puck goes through you, it's going to be 10 times harder for him to stop. And we saw that in the playoffs. We saw that all season long. And honestly, looking now, that might be one of the reasons Zach Sanford got all the playing time that he did and why Craig Berube loved his play so much because out of every forward on the St. Louis Blues, Zach Sanford led the way in block shots. That is right. Zach Sanford led all forwards in block shots with 44. Braden Shen was second with 35. Ryan O'Reilly with 26. So each player has a skill set. Each player has things that they're good at. Obviously, our defensive core isn't as worried about stopping pucks from getting on net. With Jordan Bennington back there too, maybe that's part of the mindset there. But uh, having offensive defensemen back there, you have to have a balance, I think, with the defensive defensemen. For me, I don't think there's a strong enough defensive defenseman on the St. Louis Blues right now to push them far in the playoffs. Thankfully, from what it looks like this offseason, there's going to be a ton of movement of players uh, expected to... Sounds like the domino should start falling after the expansion draft. Uh, so players, whether it be Seth Jones, whether it be Alec Martinez, whether it be Dougie Hamilton, any of those guys, Morgan Riley, I feel like could potentially provide a fit for the St. Louis Blues, depending on Doug Armstrong's opinion of them. We talked about Alexiak potentially being a fit here. We've brought up Rasmus Ristolainen's name before. Oliver ekman Larson could potentially be moved. Adam Larson, Tyson Berry, Matt Dumba. There are possibilities for the Blues to address a need. There are plenty of needs for this team, but one of those needs is help on the defensive side of the puck. So we're going to dive deeper into some of those names. But before we do, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar because having a full roster of offensive defensemen on your team might leave a bad taste in your mouth, but Built Bar never will because the best tasting protein bar you'll ever have. They have nine delicious flavors, including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. That is two of each of the nine flavors. So go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, while you've got your phone out checking out our friends over at Built Bar, you might as well check out Bet Online as well because it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline.ag is your one-stop shop for all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sport betting needs, including MLB, NBA, the NHL, and UFC or MMA action. So before the next face-off, before the next goal, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit with the promo code Locked On at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. So I've stated how much I want Alec Martinez to come to the St. Louis Blues in the offseason. Uh, seems like for a while now. Is he a product of Vegas's stout defensive core? Possibly. Would he still make an impact for this Blues team? I think the answer to that is absolutely. But I think a lot of people get hung up in the names. Obviously, a guy like Seth Jones, Dougie Hamilton, Morgan Riley, Oliver ekman Larson, 
Those are huge names. That's a lot of offensive potential. But given the roster that we already have with offensive defensemen, I think the Blues need more of a stay-at-home guy, a guy who's more defensive-minded, maybe a guy more like Matt Dumba, more like Rasmus Ristolainen, more like Adam Larson. Guys are going to block shots. Guys are going to get sticks in the lane. Guys are going to make it difficult for Nathan McKinnon to score on you. Guys that are going to make it difficult for Patrick Kane to score on you. Guys that are going to make it difficult for Kirill Kaprizov to score on you if he comes back to the wild. Because those are the guys you're going to have to deal with night in and night out in the Central come next season. So there's a couple routes that the Blues can go. Obviously, they can try and just fill those holes from within. You've got guys like Scott Perunovic, uh, who should be good to go after getting surgery. You've got Steven Santini, who was second on the team in hits in the playoffs uh, this year. He could potentially be a viable asset for this team filling in. Jake Wallman had a fantastic season if he continues to progress in the way that Craig Berube and the front office hopes him to. Uh, if you sign Vince Dunn back and he progresses defensively and balances out his offensive and defensive play, I think that could be a route that this team would go through. But uh, the Cardinals, I feel like in years past, have gone this route and said, well, we have guys in our farm system that we trust. We trust that some of our guys had rough seasons this year and are capable of more. So we're banking on them bouncing back. And I think that's why Blues fans are so keen to Doug Armstrong going somewhere else this offseason, whether it be Matt Dumba, whether it be a trade, whether it be a signing in free agency. I think the state of the Cardinals right now has put a bad taste in the mouth of St. Louis sports fans. And not to go on a tangent here real fast, but speaking of Steven Santini and talking about block shots and all those things, second on the team in hits in the playoffs, he played two games compared to four games for most of the rest of the team. Sammy Blay obviously led the way, but Kyle Clifford had two hits in the playoffs. And so if you listen to our episode about player grades, I gave Kyle Clifford an F. That's one of the reasons why I, do, I feel like he brought, he came into this team as a physical specimen, as a guy that was supposed to be laying the body on dudes as a fourth liner. He knows his role as a guy that was supposed to step up, answer the call when a fight needed to happen. And at the end of the day, I just feel like he didn't do a good enough job at that. And that's why I gave him an F in the player grades this season. Even in the regular season, 69 hits on the entire year. That was as many as Zach Sanford. Like I said, so that might be why Zach Sanford was getting more playing time. Uh, He was stepping up and doing the things that a lot of players for the Blues, frankly, were not doing. Do you move a guy like Kyle Clifford this offseason? I don't know. Do you even play a guy like Kyle Clifford this upcoming season once Oscar Sundquist is inserted back in the lineup uh, and a lot of those guys come back from injuries? I, I, I truly have no idea. But if you're going to double down on this team, and we've said this time and time again on the podcast, but if you're going to double down on this team's system, on a physical style for the St. Louis Blues, even though a large majority of our players are speed-based, are skill-based, and the personnel is changing, if you're going to double down on that, you need more production from a guy like Kyle Clifford. It's the bare bones of it. And I know he's a fourth liner, but the fourth line for the St. Louis Blues was one of the main reasons that we won the Stanley Cup, right? So if Oscar Sundquist is down there, if you've got Sammy Blay down there, if you've got Ivan Barbashev down there, Kyle Clifford is one of the bigger bodies on this team. If you're not playing Sammy Blay and Kyle Clifford is playing, he needs to be putting up as many hits as Sammy Blay, in my opinion, to justify putting him in that roster spot. Because he's not there for offensive production. He's not. He's not a goal scorer. He can get to the front of the net and provide traffic, but that needs to be other players, and other players need to get that ice time. And Doug Armstrong has gone on record as saying, 
that this Blues team is still in a Stanley Cup window for the next two to three years. I'm not sure that's entirely true. And I think a large part of that is because the Blues have a lot of players now that are around 30 or over the age of 30. And you've got Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas, obviously, as your young guns, as kind of your next wave of players. But then you've also got a guy like Vince Dunn, who has already won a Stanley Cup. He's 24 years old. Everybody wants him because the Blues are mentioning him in trade talks. If you get rid of him and bring in whoever, even if you bring in Alec Martinez, he's 33 years old. For me, it feels like the average age of the St. Louis Blues since the Stanley Cup has continually gone up in each offseason. And for a front office that was so against paying Alex Petrangelo until he was 38 years old, they sure have done a fantastic job of signing guys to seven-year contracts until they're like 35 plus. Does that prolong your cup window? I sure hope so. But if they're all aging at the same time and they all start to deteriorate at the same time, you can't move everyone. And that's why it's so frustrating, and we've talked about it with the Montreal Canadiens, of guys coming in, rookies and young guys, 20, 21 years old, under cost-controlled contracts, coming in, tearing up the league at a better pace than some of the veterans we've seen. I think because of the amount of movement that is projected to happen this offseason with the expansion draft, with all the trades, with everything post-pandemic, I can't think of a better time for the Blues aging roster to get significantly younger. And that doesn't even mean doing like a full rebuild because like I said, with Montreal, they've got young guys and they're still producing. They could potentially still make the Stanley Cup. And so for the Blues, I think in Doug Armstrong's mind, you have to have veteran presence and you have to have guys that have been around the way and you have to have guys that have gone to the Stanley Cup, that have won Stanley Cups, uh, that have gone to the playoffs multiple times year after year that quote, know what it takes to get back to that level, I disagree with that. I don't think it's true. I think if you have good, talented players, like we've seen with Montreal, like we've seen with Suzuki, Kotkaniemi, with Cole Caulfield, I mean, these guys are producing in the biggest moments on the biggest stage, and they're some of the youngest players in the game. I think that's an outdated way of thinking. I don't think Doug Armstrong needs to go out and get veterans like he did with Kyle Clifford. I don't think he needs to go out and get guys that have been there before necessarily. I think he just needs to go out and get better and preferably younger while he's at it, but definitely better. That's all you have to do. Don't think about it too hard. If there's a guy, if Jake Neighbors lights the world on fire, give him a chance. See what you've got. If Zach Sanford has a season this year like he did last year, sit him. If Kyle Clifford's not giving you the physicality that you want and you've got Sammy Blay sitting in the press box, play him. Like I I feel like coaches and obviously it's easy for me sitting in an armchair watching from my couch eating potato chips out of my belly button to say this stuff because it's a lot more in depth and I get that. But I feel like there's so many with like analytics and all those things there's so many people that overthink it. The drafting of Cole Caulfield falls into that same category. And they're like, "Oh, he's not big, he's going to get shoved off of every puck." Dude scored 72 goals. 72 goals in a season. Like, if you can produce, there's no reason for anyone to suggest that you can't. That's personally why I like Alec Martinez, because he's proven that he can produce on a defensively strong team. So if we look at Matt Dumba, six goals on the season, 15 assists for 21 points in 51 games. So not the offensive talent that the Blues are really loaded in, but 75 blocked shots, which would put him second on the St. Louis Blues. 74 hits to combat that. And he averaged 22 minutes of ice time. And I feel like this season we saw Tory Krug probably 
get a little bit too much ice time. Colton Pareko probably needs to get a little bit less as he's uh, dealing with whatever's going on with his back. I think Matt Dumba as a fit in this system would make a lot of sense, personally. What else makes a lot of sense is checking out Bet Online because it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NHL season is in full swing. We're almost getting to the end of it with the Stanley Cup. And you can still bet on who you think will win it at Bet Online. So get all the latest news, odds, info for all your sporting needs, including the NHL, like I said, also the MLB, the NBA, and UFC or MMA action. So before the next pitch, before the next faceoff, before the next Braden Point goal, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. When we come back, we're going to round out this episode by looking at a, at a couple more defensemen that might be on the move this offseason, so don't go anywhere. So moving on with our offseason defensemen, Adam Larson was also named in the Pierre Lebrun Athletic article. Four goals, six assists for 10 points on the season in 56 games played. 19 minutes of average time on ice. 128 blocked shots. That's more than Justin Falk and everyone on the St. Louis Blues. 166 hits as well. And last season, the Oilers started him in 70% of defensive zone faceoff situations. So if there's a guy you want to go out there and stifle the offense and not provide a whole lot in the offensive zone, but really hold down the fort in the back end, I feel like Adam Larson could be that fit too. Maybe the Blues don't get Jack Eichel, but if you're already talking to the Sabres about a trade, maybe they get something done with a guy we've talked about on here before with Rasmus Ristolainen. He's 6'4", 220, so he can clear the crease like this team needs players to do. 18 points in 49 games last season. Averaged 22 minutes of time on ice. 68 blocked shots, so he'd be right up there with Scandella and Pareko, but he only played 49 games, so he'd get more than that if he played a full season. 193 hits, which was more than Sammy Blay, who led the St. Louis Blues. If you're looking to double down on physicality, on the style of play that the Blues used to win the Stanley Cup, there could not, there might not be a better player available in the offseason than Rasmus Ristolainen for your back end. And then you come to a guy like Seth Jones, 26 years old, so if you're trying to get younger, that makes a lot of sense for a lot of teams. Five goals, 23 assists last season for 28 points in 56 games. He finished the season with 100 blocked shots. 101 blocked shots, and 102 hits. Now, personally, for me, I think with Dubois leaving and everything going on with the Blue Jackets, I think they just need a full-blown overhaul because everything that they try to this point uh, hasn't really worked out for them. So when you take that into consideration and solely look at Seth Jones as a potential fit for your team, imagine picking up Seth Jones and putting him on a team like Vegas or picking up Seth Jones and putting him on a team like Colorado, it would make those teams considerably better, in my opinion. But at the same time, it would make Seth Jones play considerably better because he doesn't have to do everything himself. There's not as much pressure on him, night in and night out, to perform. He can 
He can go out there and play 21 minutes a game instead of 25 minutes a game, which is what he was averaging um, in the last season with Columbus. From what it sounds like Elliot Friedman is saying on 31 Thoughts, it sounds like the phone is ringing off the hook, fielding questions about Seth Jones and his availability. And rightfully so, because he very well could be the best or one of the best names available this offseason. So if you're the St. Louis Blues, if you want a guy like Dougie Hamilton, who's 26 years old instead of 28, and may have something more to give when he goes to a team that gives him a little more help on the defensive end of the puck, then Seth Jones might be your guy. But I think for the St. Louis Blues, it's important to realize there's multiple areas where the Blues need to address this offseason, right? And I think that's why Blues fans are so excited about every rumor that comes out, because essentially we're players in every rumor. If it's a forward, if it's a defenseman, maybe not if it was a goalie, but it doesn't sound like there's really any goalies uh, that have been rumored yet. But the Blues need more guys that can score goals and they need more guys that can stop goals. So it makes sense for Blues fans to get excited about every rumor that comes out. And Dougie Hamilton can score goals as well as stop them. Seth Jones can score goals as well as stop them. So for the listeners at home, would you rather have a more offensive minded defenseman like Seth Jones, like Dougie Hamilton, or someone defensive-minded like like Adam Larson, like Matt Dumba, or maybe someone that we didn't even mention today. Let me know in the reviews, but I think that's all the time we have for today. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Locked on Blues podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok so you can stay up to date with all the news. Follow or subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're currently listening to. You can follow me on Twitter and Spotify Greenroom at 12-15. You can follow Josh on Twitter and Spotify Greenroom at Josh Hyman NHL. But like I said, thank you guys so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.